This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Open for Business is powered by Bosbole.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, I'm Roshan Kanesan and welcome to Open for Business. Today, it seems like no matter what business you're building or running, you need some form of digital presence that goes beyond social media. Whether it's a website or mobile app, building and maintaining these can be quite a burden for founders and entrepreneurs that don't have a more technical or tech background or don't have a CTO or technical co-founder. Digital agency Lizard Global saw this gap and decided it was worth the time to build a business to address it. Today, it calls itself a full-stack digital partner, essentially a CTO or technical founder as a service. But is there enough of a market for this venture? Wouldn't a startup rather have an in-house CTO? Today, we find out with Lizard Global co-founders, CEO Jeremy Rice and CTO Guido Van Beek will also get into how much traction they've seen with their business over the last 10 years and how scalable this venture is. Guido and Jeremy, welcome to the show. Thank you. First things first, I think we've got to get this out of the way. Why the name Lizard Global? Where did this come from? Uh, well, we, you need a name. Your company needs a name. And uh, in the beginning, uh, we already knew that we want to, to establish in uh, Kuala Lumpur. Uh, uh, but yeah, we need a matching name. We basically just went to an online name generator, typed in, we want something with the word apps and clicked go. It uh, generated a couple of names. One of those names was Lizard, uh, Lizard Apps, uh, native animal to Malaysia. So we thought... Uh, it sticks. Uh, plus, it sort of also works with what we are as a company, agile, flexible, uh, adapting to its uh, yeah, environment. So we thought let's go with it. Um, so Lizard Global specializes in the digital side of things when it comes to businesses. So you're talking about customized software, UI, UX design, uh, business research and consulting as well, and app development, web app and mobile app. So essentially a digital agency for businesses out there. Give us a better picture of what this all entails. So basically, when uh, we meet uh, our clients, uh, what they're looking for is a digital solution. Uh, they want to conquer a certain piece of the market uh, through a digital solution. Uh, uh, and uh, we as Lizard, we're a full stack agency and we offer all those services to help you realize your idea through software. And that starts with conceptualization. So we offer a couple of workshops, uh, in, for example, design thinking uh, to basically crystallize your idea better. Then we turn that into a design. Then uh, we start start building the software and testing that software while it's out there uh, in the market, see how we can continue to improve it. How close is that that partnership, that conversation you're having with your clients? Because building out the right technical side is really, really important. Is it a matter of, um, Jeremy, uh, Guido, here are the specs that I want, uh, go and build it, or is there a collaborative effort when you are doing these things? Totally collaborative effort. Uh, basically, we have to feel like a part of their company. Uh, uh, it takes quite a lot of time to build the right tech team. Uh, you need to cultivate the right people, to find the right talent, uh, to educate that talent. All that talent needs to play well together. And basically, when people start working with Lizard, they get that as soon as they sign a contract. Even before that, we already think along with our clients. And so uh, instead of trying to reinvent the wheel first by yourself, they can come to us and we help them reach that digital success. So, Jeremy, you're still based in the Netherlands. Correct. Uh, Guido, you're here. So yeah. I presume uh, as CTO, so you're working together with your with your tech team over here and speaking yes. to clients as well. Yeah. Um, how big is the, the outfit here uh, and uh, how has it been like to, to acquire talent in Malaysia? 
I think the team here is about 40 to 45 um, and growing. Um, even the, this year we, we made quite a growth. Um, not all of it is development, of course. We have uh, UI, UX, um, uh, project owners, project managers. We have data analysts. Um, but the, the bigger part is development, yes. So I think development 15 to 20, excluding myself. <laughs> um, and towards finding talent. Uh, so we were very lucky 10 years ago that we uh, received the MSc status from MDEC, which gave us the opportunity to higher uh, across the border. Um, uh, all the uh, talent that you have, is it are they based here or do you have remote talent as well? Everything is based here, yeah. yeah. Now, you are both, you have this dual HQ kind of situation. You're in the Netherlands mm -hmm. and you're here as well. Uh, tell us a little bit about why this is the case. Why are you, why, why did you set up shop here in Malaysia um, and also have a base in the Netherlands? Well, in the beginning, uh, Almost all of our clients were Dutch-based, uh, uh, and we did the execution over here in uh, Malaysia. Uh, right now, uh, we have uh, more global reach. I think we have uh, partners in 17 different countries. Um, we And we're also building a little bit on the operational side in the Netherlands, but the bulk of the work is still being done over here. And why Malaysia? It was our entry point. I mean, uh, definitely a good entry point. Uh, the, they, they, they speak English here uh, quite well. Um, the MDEX status also helped, uh, but it's just a starting point. We're also looking to expand uh, towards uh, Indonesia, um, Singapore. Uh, we're looking to open offices in, in Belgium. Uh, so. We're Lizard Global for a reason. <laughs> uh, we'll talk a little bit further about the growth and where you see this company going. But I want to take a step back and mm -hmm. talk about the beginning. So it's been 10 years you've been on this journey. Uh, when you Actually, about 11 years since you were actually on the journey, 10 years since Lizard Global was incorporated. Uh, tell us a little bit about what led you both down this path, right? Why? How did you know there was a market opportunity here? Well, any business is a software company. Huh? Um, and even while we were still students, we both studied uh, computer science. Uh, even when, when we were still students, uh, basically people were pulling us left and right. Hey, do you want to join my company? Do you want to join my startup, etc.? So definitely there's a business for people that know how to develop. Um, before uh, we started, uh, before Hiro started studying computer science, he also studied industrial design. Throughout my studies, I also did a lot of um, subjects and a minor in entrepreneurship. And yeah, we were, uh, as students, we were always talking about uh, how much um, bad software there's out there. <laughs> uh, software that just doesn't match with end user or completely misses the, the objective of the client. And that's how we started talking. And me more from my entrepreneurial background, Hido much more also from his uh, industrial design background. And basically those ideas came together. Uh, instead of complaining about uh, all the bad software out there, let's make some good one. What were you both doing before Lizard Global? Um, well, like Jeremy said, we were both uh, studying uh, computer science. Um, after that, I started uh, freelancing a lot. Uh, so much that I needed to hire my own staff. Um, and I think that's also a bridge to why why did we start working together. So you, you already had a mini consultancy going on there, a freelance? Um, yeah, pure development. So we, we did really did pure development for clients that needed development. And I think 10 years ago, uh, mobile phone apps were... Relatively new. Yeah, relatively new. But, uh, 2010, 2011, yeah, it was yeah. just the, the start of the what would become a really rich environment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then from 2007, I suppose, that, that area a little bit. Um, 
but I was always complaining about finding the talent in Europe. Um, in I don't want to uh, insult the whole of Europe, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm from there, so I can, I guess. Um, everybody is, is almost a consultant. And um, when you build an app, you actually have to build it, right? You're not just talking about it. Um, and we did know that in Asia, not so much Malaysia per se, but in the whole of Asia, mm-hmm. there's a lot of talent. So we always wanted to to look out for that. And then, and then you came with an opportunity. Yeah, basically, uh, Hilo had uh, his uh, consulting uh, app building business in, in Amsterdam. Yeah, and um, yeah, I approached him at some point and I said, well, forget about that. Because he was always asking, hey, do you, need, do you know more developers? Do you know more developers? At some point we were sitting, it was summer, we were sitting somewhere in a park in, in Amsterdam. I approached Hilo, I said, forget about that agency over here in Amsterdam. Just uh, sell all your stuff and move to Malaysia. <laughs> and, I was actually quite surprised that he said yes. <laughs> so uh, I think it's one a compelling pitch, Jeremy. Compelling it pitch. was a pitch of my life. It took a few months. <laughs> uh, and, and winter was starting in the Netherlands. Yeah. So. Um, how did you test the market here when you entered? What were the early days like? I think the, the, we didn't look for the market here, to be very honest. Mm. Uh, what we were thinking, because I was also working uh, with a lot of outsourcing companies in, in Manila and in India as well. Right. Um, and what I was always missing was the link between uh, clients and the development teams over there. Um, so we thought we need we need to go offshore, but we need to be there as well. Um, hence, we also decided, okay, Jeremy stays here for the market, or in, in uh, Rotterdam in that case. Um, and I go uh, to do the, the, yeah, the development, the tech team here. And we were never looking for client years until five years, six years ago. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Folks, I've been speaking with the co-founders of digital agency Lizard Global. We'll be back in just a bit. So keep you here to Open for Business on BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBolly.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Bluff-free medium, BFM 89.9. Open for Business is powered by BossBolet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Roshan Kanitsen and this morning I've been speaking with Lizard Global co-founders, CEO Jeremy Reyes and CTO Guido Van Beek. Jeremy, Guido, this is a digital agency and you're helping your clients over uh, whether in, the, in Europe or the market that you've acquired here as well with their digital solution, their digital problems, whether it's mobile app development or web development or other things that are related to that. What is the target market here? Because my feeling is that, you know, a startup or a bigger company may want to have their own in-house CTO or digital team to do this. So what's the market that you both are addressing? Our market is basically anybody that wants to build a software product and that can go from startup to a larger international company. Uh, um, the question to these companies is always, uh, should we develop the team in-house mm-hmm. or shall we take a quick start by acquiring uh, or using an outside team? Uh, um, 
building software is much more than just having two hands that happen to write code. Uh, it's, it's about bringing an entire team together that understands what they're doing, that works according to the latest methodologies, uh, that can play along very well, uh, having all the, the services that tie into that, uh, such as analytics, design, etc. Uh, um, and if you need to build that from scratch, uh, that, that's a process of many, many years. That's also, uh, that also explains why it took us some time to grow mm. as well. It's not that we acquired this talent overnight no we, we, we cultivated it and any other company that wants to build software will have to do the same thing uh, you I, I mean you you cannot decide uh, to 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 build a successful football team overnight mm -hmm. it takes many many years to to acquire that talent and to grow that talent and Tell us a little bit about the business model here. Um, how do you guys generate revenue? Are you looking at a retainer basis here, uh, product by product basis? Retainer. Uh, and the reason for that is that uh, software never stops. Mm -hmm. uh, so once we launch a product, uh, we need to keep on improving it. Because the minute you stop developing, um, basically you did free market research for your competitors. Uh, so you constantly need to invest in your software product. It is, of course, our job uh, to see together with our clients uh, to see how do we make that investment count? Uh, how do we generate revenue? Uh, how do you earn that money back? And obviously with, with, with a large margin. Uh, tell us a little bit about the demographics of your client base. Are we talking about larger MNCs, more startup bases, smaller businesses? What can you tell us about that? Anything. Uh, basically, we have uh, clients over here that are just starting their own business. They have this idea and they want to materialize that. We have uh, larger companies uh, such as, for example, Heineken or Air, Air Asia that are our clients and everything in between. Basically, they have a problem and they want to solve it with software. They don't have the team to, to, to execute on that idea themselves. And that's why they come to us. Uh, they come to us also because uh, they, they, they see a team and uh, that helps them, that understands their business and helps them uh, to grow their idea. Um, and how much revenue does Lizard Global generate today? How much traction have you got? To? Ooh, roughly 15 million ringgits, about, yeah, globally. About, yeah. yeah. And what are the gross margins like for the business? I would say roughly around 40 mm -hmm. percent. I mean, that's also the margin that we need to continue to invest in our team to help them grow, to help them learn uh, the, the latest uh, yeah, tech stack, etc. Right. So our business, uh, I think people underestimate that a lot. Our business uh, requires a lot of inve continuous investment as mm -hmm. well. The talent side would be probably the biggest cost factor for you guys yeah. to maintain the talent, to keep yeah. them with you. Um, talk to us about how you've been able to retain your talent because everyone wants tech talent, right? And uh, sometimes it feels that it's a it can be a very competitive market to retain them. What have your strategies been to do that? I think it's it's, it's mostly um, our unique culture here. Um, so we are we are I think we we decided from the start that we wanted to be very flat managed. So we we don't have offices or anything. There's no barriers. Everybody can talk to everybody. Uh, if you have an idea, you shout it out. Um, uh, for new people, that's sometimes difficult, uh, but in the end, everybody starts to to really enjoy that because you can say everything. Um, we have a bit of a party culture, I think, that helps. Yeah. Uh, so every Friday afternoon, at least, uh, we have some drinks and some games, and uh, we play some pool in the office. Um, I would say we have a very Dutch culture, so it's direct. Uh, and uh, like Hido say in the beginning, uh, that is uh, for, for some people they have to get used to that. Mm. But once they get used to that, they don't want any different anymore. Uh, I mean, so of course we have employees that leave the company, but I would say 
70 to 80 percent of those that leave at some point they ask to come back um, because yeah they, they do enjoy that open culture that much uh, within lizard you also get to work on very challenging projects from clients all over the world you get to work with people from all over the world and that really broadens up every everybody's horizon uh, it's um pretty proud of uh, the company culture we established. So your business is based out of your talent, your talent's ability to find the solutions for your clients here. How scalable is that? Because it just sounds like you need to hire more people. I wouldn't say it's only based on the talent. Of course, Mm -hmm. that's that's the most important uh, part of it. Uh, But the way we build software, our processes, um, the, the iterations, how we uh, redefine ideas, how we uh, validate ideas. That's that's uh, that's a scalable process that works. And, you know, when we talk about increasing yield, uh, the buzzword over the last 12 months has been generative AI, chat GPT, that sort of thing. Have you been experimenting with ways to include generative AI into your process? We, 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 yeah, we use it in our projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not, and not to write codes, but <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what has been the, the, the yield difference for you, uh, including it in some parts of the workflow? I don't think there's a yield difference for mm. us per se, um, but where we see that it can help clients with their projects, we, we suggest it and we tell them how to incorporate it in their business. Mm. Uh, and then we implement it and integrate it um, for our own business. Well, in the end, AI is, uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty powerful. It's a power, very powerful tool. Uh, but uh, the, the, the real trick in our business, the real challenge in our business is to understand the clients and mm-hmm. to translate that in, into software. Uh, obviously, we're always on the lookout for ways uh, to develop faster and better. I mean, that's an advantage that we can deliver and need to deliver to, to our clients. Uh, but AI at this current stage, I mean, I know there's a lot of uh, buzz about around, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, you can be just one prompt, you can write an entire program. I wish it was that simple. It, 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 it's not. Uh, but it's definitely a good research assistant. Uh, it's, it's another tool in the toolbox that you can use when you're writing your project. But same, same for clients. Mm. That's, uh, we talked about your revenue earlier. You were talking about the equivalent yeah. of 15 million ringgit at this point. Uh, what was the growth like getting to this 15 million ringgit? And what do you expect growth to be like going forward? Exponential, very exponential. Oh, what's that? What's going to drive that exponential growth? Um, yeah, right now, we're looking into expanding to, um, uh, to Indonesia as well. Um, like Jeremy mentioned, we want to expand to Belgium as well. Um, and I think that's that's our growth model right now. Uh, not so much to build one very big team in one country, but to have hubs uh, spread out globally. And will it, is it basically a replication of the situation you have here in Malaysia in other countries? In a way, yeah, in a way. To, to, uh, to make sure that we can deliver the same quality of code and the same quality of, of, of concept and ideas in different countries as we do here and in the Netherlands, yeah. And as you look to grow, are you at any chance, any point looking to raise money to do so? Not at this moment, but uh, we're always open for f- if the opportunity arises to really fund that expen- exponential growth, uh, to, to uh, grow much faster. But mm-hmm. I'm also equally happy to continue at our current pace. Yeah, because you have a product that works, right? Yeah. So now it's just about putting fuel on the flame to yeah. continue that growth mm-hmm. there, which is where funding can be really powerful. Well, if, if we decide to, to take in extra additional uh, in- investment, then it really has to be a good cultural fit. Uh, I, I don't think uh, he don't right. know myself. We want to compromise 
on that uh, quality that we deliver. I don't think we want to compromise on the cultural fit. Uh, so it will really have to be on our own terms uh, uh, and in line with, with that global vision that we, that we have for the company. Uh, um, I don't think we want to ever be like a, a software factory where basically our, our job is to put out as much code as possible. I think we, we want we, we see software, building good software, we, we see that as a craft. And, and, and I want to maintain that, 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 that uh, love for, for, for writing good software. Ten years in, how long do you see you guys doing this? And do you see, have you thought about the ways to exit from this in the longer term? Personally, I see Lizard as, as, as a playground. Uh, it, it's it, it, it's it's fun uh, to 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 build a company. It, it's a lot. It's even more fun to build applications and to to, to see our comp, uh, our clients' companies grow. Uh, uh, we in some uh, ideas we also partner, uh, and I'm I'm still having too much fun with that. Uh, so I'm not yet ready to to let go of that. Uh, um, I do see uh, an, an opportunity to expand uh, the, the the scope of our business. Uh, I mean, we started as a software development company then we started including design then we started including analytics I think the next step where we see a lot of our clients struggle with is, is, is marketing uh, so I definitely see there an area where we can expand in the same way uh, um, uh, the, 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 I also already mentioned uh, the design thinking workshops that we organize. Uh, that's the next thing that we want to set up uh, is, is in um, in Indonesia as well on, on Bali, uh, like this this um, yeah comfortable space uh, where people can just work on uh, crystallizing further defining their ideas. Uh, so within the space uh, that in which we operate, I still see so many different challenges and opportunities. So. We're not yet uh, at the end uh, of that. Uh, Guido, anything to add to that before we wrap up? No, I, I, I think uh, yeah, we're probably going to be the old grandpas uh, walking around <laughs> in the office. Jeremy, Guido, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Likewise. Thank you. I've been speaking with the founders of digital agency Lizard Global, CEO Jeremy Rice and CTO Guido Van Beek. I'm Roshan Kanesan. You've been listening to Open for Business. Keep it here to BFM 89.9, the business station. Are you open for business? Register your company with BossBalay.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.